This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 618, Three Strategies to Boost Confidence and Feel Good About Yourself by Mary Yuksh of goodlifesend.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday and welcome to the podcast where I simply read blogs to you for free, like a gigantic ongoing audiobook with many different authors. This whole week, I'm gonna keep these intros fairly short because my good friend and business partner and co-host of Optimal Living Daily Business and Startups, Lee, along with his wife, Joss, who hosts Optimal Living Daily Relationships. They're both visiting this week and I'm not ahead like I should be. It's gonna be a bit packed for me. So with that said, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Three Strategies to Boost Confidence and Feel Good About Yourself by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. Are you a perfectionist? Your answer will reveal the truth. Do you often try to achieve a perfect standard in your work? Do you feel a need to be perfect at everything you do, even at the expense of your health and well-being? If your answer to those two questions was yes, then you are in danger of being a perfectionist. Nothing is ever good enough for a perfectionist, and this mindset can lead to unhappiness and a lack of confidence. Perfectionists tend to set impossibly high goals and beat themselves up when they don't reach them. It's like whipping a horse to make it go over a jump that's too high and then punishing it for crashing, and then setting the bar even higher. Does that seem familiar? While striving for improvement is an effective goal, perfectionism can prevent you from being your best. It's an anxious state of mind. One of the problems with perfectionism is that it erodes confidence because a harsh inner critic constantly berates you for not being perfect. If you wanna uncover your natural, authentic confidence and lift your self-esteem, learning to release yourself from perfectionism is a necessary step. Listen on to find three strategies to release yourself from the tyranny of perfectionism. How do we become perfectionists? We usually learn it early on. Let me give you an example. I remember coming home after school when I was about 12 years old. I bounced into the kitchen and announced to my mother, Mommy, I did really well in athletics today. I got second place in the 100-meter sprint. My mother's face fell. Oh, you only got second place? What was the problem? You can imagine how deflating that was. For most of my life, I've always felt I should have done better even when I reached lofty goals. A strange moment opened my eyes about my perfectionism. I was daydreaming, and in this dream, I saw myself walking through a cemetery. As I walked along a path, one grave drew my attention. I went closer and, to my surprise, saw my name. The gravestone said, Here lies Mary Yuksh. And underneath, in small letters, was another line. I bent down to read it. It said, she should have done better. I burst into laughter. And from then on, I've had a more relaxed approach to life and work. Today, I would classify myself as a recovering perfectionist. And there are three strategies which can help release you from being a perfectionist. Number one, focus on good enough. Have you thought about why you want to be perfect? I think we equate being perfect with being loved. We hope that if we do things better, we will be loved more. Maybe that's a throwback to childhood times when we got attention if we were good. But unfortunately, being perfect is not a recipe for love. On the contrary, as one of the clients I had as a psychotherapist said to me about her workmates, I'm so great at my work, why don't they love me? She strives so hard to be better at her job, even perfect at times, and yet she didn't get the one thing she longed for, which was love. In fact, it's much easier to love people with flaws, don't you think? A healthy way to let go of trying to be perfect is to aim for good enough. Take parenting, for example. 
If you're a parent, you'll know that it's impossible to parent perfectly. However, research shows that the best kind of parenting is good enough. As Peter Gray, PhD, says in his article, The Good Enough Parent is the Best Parent, quote, good enough parents do not strive to be perfect parents and do not expect perfection from their children, unquote. If you embrace the measure of good enough, you'll be easier to live with and easier to be with at work. And you'll start to like yourself better because you can reply to your inner critic when it says, it's not perfect, with, but it's good enough. Number two, create big gains through small wins. One of the most powerful strategies for overcoming perfectionism is celebrating small wins. It's very easy to put yourself down for small mistakes and failures. But what about your small successes? Do you celebrate them? As perfectionists, we don't take notice of our small wins. Instead, we tend to move our goalposts further and further out so that there's never a time to celebrate because it isn't perfect yet. This mentality leads to frustration and kills the passion for what we're doing. Celebrating small wins means setting mini goals and celebrating when you complete a modest success. For example, if you wanna get fit, start with just a two-minute walk and celebrate this first step of creating a new habit. You see, perfectionists tend to set big goals and then feel disappointed and disheartened because they can't reach the milestone. If you set mini goals and celebrate each time you reach a small win, you can wean yourself from wanting to be perfect. Number three, embrace the wabi-sabi philosophy. As I said earlier, being imperfect makes you more lovable. Imperfection can also heighten beauty. Wabi-sabi is a Japanese way of appreciating the beauty of imperfection and impermanence. This philosophy acknowledges three simple realities. Nothing lasts, nothing is finished, and nothing is perfect. I love the idea of cherishing the cracks in ourselves and in others rather than always trying to fix them. We can embrace the wabi-sabi philosophy in our lives to release ourselves from the stress of trying to be perfect. You just listened to the post titled Three Strategies to Boost Confidence and Feel Good About Yourself by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. I was actually getting deja vu there and thought maybe I narrated this before, but it's more like a companion piece to one that Mary wrote all about perfectionism. If you wanna hear that, you can check out episode 245 way back in August of last year. I'm surprised I remember that post and was able to find it. But yeah, there are some similarities. So if you like this one, you'll probably like that article too. And since Lee and Joss are here as of today, I'm gonna keep this short. Thank you for being here. Have a happy Sunday. And I'll see you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.